This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This is Optimal Startup Daily, episode 319. How to Simplify Your Filing System, or Why Stacking Just Doesn't Work, by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net. And I'm Dan, your host and narrator here, reading to you from some of the best blogs on entrepreneurship each and every day. And we love to hear from you about uh, what you'd like to hear on the show. So if you have any topic requests, you can share those by visiting our website, which is oldpodcast.com. That's the word old, O-L-D, podcast.com. But for now, let's get right to our post as we start optimizing your life. How to Simplify Your Filing System, or Why Stacking Just Doesn't Work, by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net. Does your filing system include stacks of paper, or is your to-be-filed folder overflowing? If you have trouble with filing your documents, you may need to find a way to simplify your filing system to keep yourself organized. Filing is something that many people have a problem with. You're not alone. But organization can not only make you more productive, it can simplify your life and make it less stressful. Being organized doesn't take a complicated system for filing. It simply requires that you have a place for everything and get into the habit of putting things where they belong right away. Whether you've got a complicated filing system you'd like to simplify or whether you have no filing system at all, let's take a look at how to simplify the system and keep things perfectly organized. One, reduce before organizing. The first rule to organizing is that you should eliminate the unnecessary before organizing at all. If you've got a filing drawer that's overflowing or stacks of paper that need filing, it'll take forever to organize, and even then, it'll be hard to find stuff. Here's how to simplify your papers and files before you organize. First, put everything in one big pile. If it can't all go in one pile, make more than one, but look at them as continuations of the first pile. If you have folders that are a mess, take them out and add them to the stack. I recently did this with my home filing system and reduced the files by two-thirds. It only took about an hour. Second, go through them one at a time. Pick up each document or folder and decide what needs to be done with them. If you can't see yourself needing it in a couple of months, toss it. Default to toss or shred or recycle. Get rid of as much as you can. I have never regretted tossing a document. Third, route. If you can't toss something, try to route it to someone else. Get it off your desk. And last, file. If a document is absolutely critical and you're sure you'll need it again, then it needs to be filed. Let's take a look at how to set up a simple system for doing that. Two, simple filing. I agree with David Allen's Getting Things Done, which recommends that you use a simple alphabetical filing system. Just use plain manila folders with labels. You can buy a label maker if you like, creating a file for each client, vendor, and or project. I believe that most people only need one drawer for filing. 
Now, I'll admit that there are some jobs that require much more than this, but for the average employee or self-employed person, one drawer is really all you need. And if you limit yourself to one drawer, you force yourself to toss out unnecessary files when the drawer gets full. Don't overthink this, just create a file and file it alphabetically. Keep it simple. Three, file immediately. The key to keeping your filing system up to date is to file things right away. When you're processing your inbox and you run across something that doesn't require action but that you might need to file later, don't put it in a pile to be filed later. Don't put it in a folder labeled to file or miscellaneous. Just open your filing drawer, it should be close on hand, pull out the appropriate folder, put the document in it, and file it. That takes about five seconds and then you're done. If you don't do it now, it will start to pile up and stacking just doesn't work. Why doesn't stacking work? Because it just piles up and then the pile gets a little intimidating and then before you know it, you've got a huge pile that you never wanna go through. Then you can't find anything when you need it and now you no longer have a filing system. I know some people think that their piles are organized into a kind of system, but piles are inefficient if you're not working on them at this moment because you constantly have to refactor what pile is for what and which documents are in each pile and when you need a document, it takes too long to find it. Plus, it clutters up your desk, distracting you from your work. Four, have materials on hand. Always have a big supply of manila folders and labels on hand. If you have a document that needs to be filed for future reference, but no file exists for it yet, you will put off the filing until later if you don't have the materials on hand. You don't feel like getting up to get a manila folder or label every time you need to file something, so you'll put it off, and that will create piles. So instead, just have the materials in a drawer for easy access. When you need to make a new file, just put a label on, stick the document in, and file it alphabetically. Five, reduce your needs over time. Over the last year or so, I've consciously been reducing my filing needs so that I now barely use my filing drawer. Sure, at least once a week, I'll pull open the drawer to look at a file, but I file many fewer documents than I used to. I recommend you do the same, slowly and consciously reducing your filing needs. Here are a few tips for doing that. One, Store reference information online. Now when I need to look something up, I press a hotkey combination. I use auto hotkey to open websites and documents, and the appropriate document opens up with all the info I need. Contacts, budget information, ideas, logs, and much more are all online, so I no longer need hard copies of them and don't need to file them. Two, reduce incoming paper. Ask people to email you instead of faxing or sending a document by post. In this age, everything is created on computer and sending hard copies is outdated. Insist on digital. Also take steps to stop paper versions of newsletters, magazines, and other such regular documents. Three, stop printing stuff. Lots of people still print out email or documents they receive or even documents they create themselves, but then you have two copies of it and you're killing trees. Plus, you now have to file the paper version as well as the digital, and it's much easier to search for digital information when you need it. Four, analyze other incoming docs. Every time you file something, ask yourself if you really need a hard copy version of it. Is it available online? Does it really need to be sent to you? Is it better to scan it and store it digitally? Is there any way to eliminate the need for this document? And slowly, one by one, reduce your need for all the incoming stuff. You just listened to the post titled How to Simplify Your Filing System or Why Stacking Just Doesn't Work by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. 
Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. And one of the things I really love about Indeed is that it filters out those incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com startup. So just go to indeed.com startup right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com startup. Terms and conditions apply. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And a little about Leo, who is an old friend of the network. Uh, Leo Babauta of Zen Habits is an author that we hear on our other podcasts because he blogs about personal development and health, uh, as well as finance. So he's been read on pretty much all of our shows. But the reason you're hearing him here is because he's also an entrepreneur. So you can look forward to some more of his stuff on this show as well. Now, Leo's a pretty regular guy, but he's become an expert in changing habits by making small incremental changes since 2005. He's originally from Guam. He was an overweight smoker who was barely making enough money to support his big family. He's got six kids. And he turned all that around blogging about it throughout the process. These days, he lives in San Francisco quite comfortably and in charge of how and when he works. It is really a great story, so you can check it out at zenhabits.net. And again, to hear his work being narrated across a couple of our shows, please check out our other podcasts by searching for Optimal Living Daily wherever you're hearing me right now. And that'll do it for today. I thank you so much for being here and for supporting the show. And I'm gonna be back with you tomorrow for the Monday show where your optimal life awaits.